after 12 rounds of action here in Manchester, England, we go to the judges' score totals. Justino Di Giovanni, 115-110. Ingo Barabas, 115-111. Michael Alexander, 114-112. All three for your winner by unanimous decision. And still, the WBO Intercontinental Heavyweight Champion, Lupe Soleil Lauli Ale Maleatoa, Joseph Parker. There you go, Joseph Parker by unanimous decision. Let's go straight to combat sports expert Mike Angove. Unanimous decision, uh, Mike, what did you make of it all, first of all? Give us an overall summary. I know it's only just finished, but what did you make of it? Oh, first, I'd say I'd like to know what drove the uh, judge was on the score at one fourteen, one twelve with uh, three eight counts. That means he must have given Chisora six, or, you know, six, seven or eight rounds. Um, just with my poor maths off the top of my head. But look, overall, um, you saw what we expect from Chisora, which is a tough, gritty performance where he refuses to be defeated. You literally have to stop him. Uh, Joe got off his characteristic fast start. Um, you know, looked looked very much in control uh, right through into the fourth round. Uh, you know, got a got a couple of early knockdowns in the first half of the fight. So uh, that was that was very good. Um, and then Chisora started to get his rhythm, started to wear him down. Some of that body work, which is what Chisora does, um, you know, made up some very very closely contested middle rounds. But uh, you know, Joe landed the telling shots in this fight. Um, you know, he maintained control. Um, we've seen him go the distance before previously. Uh, I think, though, he, he was uh, more slick. He was more defensively responsible in this fight. Um, and, you know, it's been a while since we've seen him use that uppercut as well. Um, so that's, that's a good punch to have in his arsenal. And it, and it looked as if he had a little bit more um, sting in his shots as well and retaining it late. After the four rounds, and as you say, it was a... a, a, a... Uh, fast start by Joseph Parker, which is a trademark of his. When Chisora was still standing after four rounds, albeit at, at times uh, he was he was teetering, did you then get the feeling that this was going to go the distance? Oh, look, Derek, Derek Chisora is uh, dangerous until, until he's absolutely out unconscious. So there's always a likelihood that it, it is going to go the distance. And that's the kind of fight that Joe prepared for. So, uh, you know... That's, that's very much on the cards when you've got a durable guy, a guy who knows how to survive, um, a guy whose trademark is wearing you down. He, he's not a guy who gives up. He's not a guy who crawls into a shell. Um, you know, he will come back at you. So, um, yeah, it would have been nice to see Joe get the finish. But I, I think with the, the, the two early knockdowns, the, the third one probably a, a bit of a push in, into the ropes. But, you know, he was badly hurt anyway, so we'll take that. Um, you know, those were some uh, some pretty dominant rounds. And we also saw him uh, closing the show as, as well, um, you know, uh, through 9, 10, 11. Um, to, to me, those rounds were, were, for the most part, pretty clearly Joseph. So, uh, you know, as I said, I revert back to, I don't know what drugs the judge was on that scored at 114, 112. <laughs> could you see the um? Could you see the influence of Joseph's new trainer? I, mean, I know he's had him for a while now, had him before the last fight, but, uh, but Andy Lee, could you... Could you see his influence in the way Joseph fought? Um, look, he, he he was hooking well. He was working to the body. Um, you know, we've been trying to get a good left hook out of Joseph for a while, and that was something, if you, if you watch closely uh, some of the footage of training, he had different variations of his left hook. Um, you know, and you could also see the relationship between the pair. 
um, and that's uh, pretty important. Going through now two 10-round fights, um, that's developing a high level of trust between the two. Uh, they will, you know, they, they will now be very much acquainted with each other's style. Um, what we wanted to see in this fight was we wanted to see improvement. And uh, Joe definitely made more improvements. You know, it's hard to uh, come back from getting dropped and, and you know, uh, early in the first fight as he did, um, you know, and, and, and still win that fight. But this second one, he was definitely sharper. Uh, we saw, you know, flashes of brilliance, um, some trademark speed, a little more power um, and variation, which, uh, frankly, he, he needs to separate himself from the likes of Chisora and, you know, Dillian White and, and those guys and, and step back into, uh, you know, your, your AJ, your Furies, your Usyk territory. And, and, yeah, and leading on to that, what does this result and the way it was uh, carried out mean for Joseph Parker from here? What do you predict for him over the next 12 to 18 months? Um, look, the fact that he didn't put Shizura away may not stand him in, in as, as high a speed as he, he might have liked. But by the same token, it still makes him quite a, a, a valuable uh, opponent. I wouldn't say a safe opponent, but um, you know, he, he's, he's a guy who guys know they can be careful against. But I, I think you know, there could be options for, for a champion taking that, um, you know, should he push himself into mandatory. Um, so, look, I, I think he's, he's improved, and that's what we wanted to see. He showed more power. That's what we wanted to see. And he showed development. All, all of those things, I think, work well for him. And he's been in another cracking fight. I mean, let, let's face it. Um, you know, he's, in the UK, he's been in a cracking fight with Dillian White. Uh, almost had him out of there in the 12th. He's uh, got up off the canvas after being dropped in the first round by um, Chisora. You know, and now he's been in another war um, where he's improved and dominated. So, you know, I, I think he's a, he's a marketable marquee fighter. Um, you know, and let's just hope that we can uh, get him, you know, back up into uh, into title, into a title shot. I mean, he was number number two in the WBR after this one, and he was ranked in all the alphabet soup bodies. So uh, I expect to see that ranking go up. The other Kiwi on the card, David Nika. Not sure if you saw this fight; didn't last very long. Uh, he's two from two early in his pro career. I know you've seen him box, though. Does he strike you as a kind of guy who can make a make a pretty good fist of uh, of professional boxing? If you excuse the pun, yeah, exactly. Um, David, uh, David will have a great career. You know, um, he he uh, particularly at cruiserweight where it's a little bit thin in the stocks. Uh, I expect him to do very well. I expect him to develop uh, his professional style and start to sit more on his shots. And with the speed and elusiveness, I think that's going to um, you know going to create problems. The other factor in is, is again, he's in camp with uh, he's in camp with Andy Lee. He, he's now been in a couple of professional camps. Um, he, he's been sparring with some some top level guys, so he will come out of this with some confidence as well. Not so much the victory, which was probably um, highly likely, but the work that it's done behind the scenes is uh, is the thing that will help David. Terrific. Just while I've got you, Mike, uh, just a question on Israel Adesanya. He, he defends his middleweight title against uh, former champ Robert Whitaker in uh, February in Houston. Um, obviously, he beat him by second-round knockout back in October 19. Uh, how big a fight is this for Israel Adesanya early next year? Oh, it's huge because uh, you've got Whitaker, who uh, certainly felt as if that wasn't his best performance. 
Whitaker's been on a tear since there. He's gone through Till, he's gone through Cannonier, he's gone through Gastelum. Um, you know, so he's cleared out the division. There's only Israel remaining. And uh, Israel's cleared out Vittori and Paulo Costa. Um, so really, that's the only question that, that remains is, uh, is uh, you know, uh, was it a bad night for Whitaker? Um, you know, and uh, has he improved enough to, to reverse that result? So uh, you're going to get a, a whole lot of uh, Anzac vitriol, I think, coming out of that one. Um, you know, the, the Aussies in particular, even though he's a Kiwi, um, you know, um, will uh, will be very much behind uh, Rob. So I, I expect that one to have plenty of banter around it. Fantastic. Thanks for your time and expertise this afternoon, Mike. Really appreciate it. No problem. Cheers, mate. Bye-bye. All the best. Bye-bye. That is uh, Mike Ango, of course.